Good morning, all. Good morning, church, and happy new year to you. We're going to jump right into today's message entitled uh, Great Expectations. This is the first message of, of the new year, and we're only uh, planning to have two scriptural passages coming from Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. I'll be reading from the NIV and our reference Galatians chapter five, excuse me, verses 22 and 23, which is a reference to the fruit of the spirit. Allow me a quick word of prayer and we're going to jump right in. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your abundant grace and mercy, Lord God from bringing us from 2021 into 2022, Lord God. As the Holy Spirit is pressed upon my heart, Lord God, in this message of great expectations, Lord God, help us to reflect and look at, Lord God, what, what is to be expected of us, from us, in us, and through us, Lord God, according to, to your will, your good pleasure, and your word, Lord God, what we can expect from you, Lord God, and what we can expect as we depend on one another. I pray, Lord God, that as you have been, that you continue to be with us, Lord God, and that your word be true, that you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. In the midst of all that we're going through, let us constantly and consistently be reminded that there is still a risen Christ in the midst of a crisis, and therefore that there is grace, hope, and abundance. All this we ask in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Great expectations. So jumping, <clears throat> excuse me, jumping right in. We all have a measure of expectations of God, of others, of each other and ourselves, whether we are willing to admit it uh, or, or, or not. So there, there's expectations we have of God. There's expectation, expectations we have of each other. And there is an expectation that we have of ourselves. So what, what does those expectations look like? Let's start with... Uh, let's get the easy one. Uh, out of the way. I, I, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I wanted to make another point before we transition. What do we expect of God? What do we expect of each other? And what do we expect of ourselves? One of the most profound statements I've ever heard made on expectations came from one of my friends, Tangela Sinclair Moore. And here's what she says. She says, expectations are often not spoken until they're broken. Expectations are often not spoken until they're broken. Therefore, that basically tells me that at least the person who has broken or was accused of breaking an expectation didn't know what it was. So we want to jump in <clears throat> and we want to clarify what what these expectations are and then this is back to where, where i was getting ready to go earlier so i say hey 
Let's get the the easy one out of the way first. What do we expect of God? So this brings us to our verse, our first scriptural passage of of this this message. And this is the not only the foundation scripture, but other than the reference of the scripture to the fruit of the spirit, this is pretty much the only scripture um, for this particular message. And this scripture is coming from Exodus chapter three, verses 13 and 14. This is God calling Moses to give him his assignment to go back to the children of Israel to deliver them from the, the hardship that they are suffering in Egypt. So Moses has been run out of Egypt 40 years. He's been in the wilderness and God now is sending him back. And Moses has a very realistic expectation of what's expected of him, but also of God and, and the assignment that he has. So this is what we pick up in verse 13. So Moses asked, it says, Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So what, what was the purpose of, of me sharing this, this particular scripture? A couple things that we, we take from this. God said, when Moses said, what do I tell them is your name? God's, one of God's many names is, in, in the varying forms, is I am. I always uh, love the name I am because it speaks in the present tense. God is love. Not God is, love is not just what, what God does, not just what God provides, but it's who God is. So when God says I am, he's speaking in the very present tense. So when God says I am, he is speaking in the present tense as in right now. I am with you. Whatever we're going through, the scripture says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This was said of God in the Old Testament. And this was repeated by Jesus with, with uh, when he spoke it with his disciples, said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you to for, forever and ever until the, the end, the end of time. So I am with you. I am good. I am love and I am God. So this is the easy one. So what do we expect of God? We expect God to be God. Joyce Myers put it uh, very succinctly when she says, God won't do what we can do and we can't do what God can do. So I, I may have, uh, this is a, a slight paraphrase, it may not be an exact quote, but basically 
God expects us to do what's asked of us in obedience, but we cannot do what God does, but we can be obedient and willing vessels to do what he does. So this is a great uh, segue to then expectations of each other. Now, allow me to provide what, what I'm calling a, a framework for the, ex <clears throat> the expectations of one another. The first of two things I ask in this framework is, let us expect the best of each other. Even when the expectations have not been shared with us, referring back to the quote of my friend that I gave earlier, let us still expect the best of one another. And I have another quote here by uh, another pastor I work with, Jonathan E. Sanders I. He puts it this way. We judge others' mistakes by their actions while we judge our own by our intent. We judge others' mistakes by their actions, by what they do, but we judge our own mistakes by our intention. Why are you sharing that, preacher? Consider the other person's intentions to the best of your ability and giving them good expectations of what, whatever infraction or mistake they may have made. Therefore, let's expect the best of one another. And two, this is where we refer back to uh, why I reference Galatians 5, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And I was just going to reference it, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and read it since it's a brief passage. This is the, the Apostle Paul writing to the, the, the Galatians. And this is where he, he frames up what what the evidence of the fruit of the spirit is and verse 22 in chapter five of Galatians reads, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And here's the, the, the focus point of the passage. I want you to get self-control against such things. There, there is no, no law. So, preacher, what, what, what are you getting at? Here's expectation of each other, number two, for, for this framework that, that I'm asking of us. That is, the Holy Spirit can change you. The Holy Spirit can change me. The Holy Spirit is a, uh, is a aspect of the fruit of the Spirit, gives us self-control, allows us to control self and to change. We are able to change individually through the power of the Holy Spirit. So what are you getting at, preaching? Stop asking and praying for God to change others, or should I say with the same intensity of focus that we pray and ask that God changes us. That's good. Now I know that'll preach. So our expectation is that God changes us and no longer just others or, or our circumstances. 
And that brings us to the, the final point of the message in, in these great expectations. Expectations for ourselves. Now, and, and, and as you look, I, I, I've done uh, for a long time, I normally do, do a lot of typing, but, but I've actually written my, my entire message out this time. And expectations for ourselves. I will leave this to you in the conviction of the Holy Spirit that in your quiet time, in your prayer time, in your study time, in your time communicating with God, I will allow God to communicate to you individually because I can't tell you what your expectations are for you, what God's expectations um, are for you individually. However, I will share uh, a few of my own and you should expect um, and what you you can and should expect of the pastor, you should expect Pastor Richard L. Scott to study, to be prepared to preach and teach the word of God. And my heart's desire is that I continue to do do that more deeply, more effectively and with, with greater, greater obedience to the Holy Spirit and Teaching uh, pales in comparison to living, that I strive to live what I'm preaching and teaching. And, and that is an expectation that you should rightfully have of me, and I'll, I'll work to do that. You should expect the pastor, with help of the members, to better attend to, to members of the church, particularly those who are sick, injured, bereaved, and are disconnected from the church. And what the Holy Spirit laid on my heart concerning the disconnection is, if you know there is someone who's fallen away, who's not listening to us via this podcast, who are not looking at the live streams, who have not attended the few in-person services we've had, otherwise have become lost sheep or disconnected, you bring it to my attention and there should be a realistic expectation that the pastor uh, ask as, as a shepherd of the flock to reach out to at least try to restore them, to check on those who, who, who may not be doing well um, in whatever capacity. And I confess to you that I have not done as good a job as I desire to do, and you should expect more of me, and there is no excuse. So my, my expectation moving forward is to do uh, a much better job in, in that respect. There is a collective expectation that we all continue to financially support the church. You ought to be commended. I thank those of you who have done that thus far to this point. And for that, um, I, I'm truly grateful. But my family and I are leading by example. Not only have we continued to support the church financially, but our giving has increased over the years, including through 2021, where we increased our, our giving with greater uh, intentionality uh, up into the, the uh, final week. Of, of the year of, of last year 
And that is an expectation that 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 we have and not just um, for the well-being of, of, of our of individually, but but the bills of the church continue to need to be paid. But for the ministry that we're able to do outside the four walls while we're outside the four walls, if you will, for the uh, the brief time we met in person and we are uh, once again sheltered in place until for for the notice. I expect God to continue to do mighty works in us and through us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, I expect that God will continue to do good work in us and through us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And here is my closing request in these in these great expectations that that we have um, for God, for ourselves, and for us individually. And my 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 closing request for you in this great expectation is that we individually be open to any expectation that God reveals to us in our spirit. That we be open to any expectation God reveals to us individually through the Holy Spirit. Thank you for, for listening. Um, I pray that, that you have a, 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 a healthy new year, a prosperous new year, and I mean holistic prosperity that, that you that you have all well-being and that, that you suffer uh, no, no lack naturally, financially, in, in, in your health, in, in your well-being. Now receive this closing prayer and benediction. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for a message and a word of great expectation. And Lord God, in that, um, let us more, more willingly, openly, and obediently be open to the expectations that you have for us. Individually, Lord God, let us more lovingly expect the best of one another as, as we move forward, Lord God. I have confessed, Lord God, my shortcomings as a pastor that, 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 that I have, that has been brought to my attention and has been revealed to me, Lord God, through your precious Holy Spirit. And I pray by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit that I'm able to grow in this office, in this role, to do uh, exceedingly abundantly above all that, that, that I can think, ask, or imagine according to the power that is at work within me in the service of Christ. And Lord God, we know that you are doing your part mightily, for you say that I am that I am. And when they ask who sent me, tell them that I am sent me, the mighty God that was, is, and forever will be. Now to him who is able to present us spotless and blameless before the throne of grace, I pray that you keep our hearts and mind both in the knowledge and in the love of Jesus Christ. Go in peace in this new year, knowing that God loves you and I love you too. Thank you so much. God bless.